Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. You know, you're getting ready to leave again. Uh, actually, at this point, well, yeah, I when guess this when, when this drops, I will be heading to the airport. Uh, again. 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 Leaving me again. Going to the fights, going yeah, well, to Vegas, and and you're taking Greg. And the Hall of Fame induction ceremony yeah. that John Jones is going to be inducted in. Yeah. And I, they may have got yeah. me tickets. And oh, I, no, I'm sure. I'm sure and, when I'm not there, it's the red carpet rollout for listen, I told Jimmy you, and his gang I'm of just friends. letting you know, listen, I, my childhood friend mm-hmm. takes care of me. Yeah, and, except and, when I'm there. Uh, yeah. He, he tried. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, it's fine. And it's, you could you know, have taken me to this, too. You know, you're no, taking you everybody else. I cannot. You're, you're buying everybody week. else all these things. I'm not buying anybody anything. <laughs> you buy everybody plane I'm tickets first class. You buy everybody. Anything. No, stop mm-hmm. it. Stop it. You put uh, them up in the penthouse no, suites. No, no, first of all, I'm okay. the only one that stays in the okay. penthouse suite. You know that. No, I know. I know. I know. you got to take your... your people that you work with i get it yeah, i know it's because i've got a pa- you know there's a, a show called pack expo Yeah, people really want to hear about that go tell more about pack expo anyways awesome. it's for secondary packaging down the line i gotta go buy some equipment that's it, 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 it the show's there yeah okay it just so happens to be no it's fine it's fine no, i think it's great it's the great. hall of fame induction <sighs> all right i'm sure you can send a you time. a photo of of john send me some photo i like it when you send me photos i don't know i feel bad no i like it it's like no. i'm there but you're not. I know. Yeah. Which, which is, you know, in some ways it's good for me. In some, t- some ways it's better for me. Yeah, see? Yeah, wait. It's huh? win-win. No, yeah. Hey, win. you should, you, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, then I got to like, you know, pretend I'm having a good time and stuff. Uh, that sounds uh, like you. you. Know, just... <laughs> so, um, well, listen, we're, we're, we're doing a bonus episode um, and... No, are we not doing a bonus no, episode? Okay. Why do you, because what, we've changed what we're doing so many times. I know, but here's the problem is one, you're old. Two, you're tired. Yep. And three, you don't write anything down. No. So you, it's hard okay. for you to keep track. This is not a bonus episode. No, it's, it's a just Thursday it's a Thursday episode. episode. We're pushing back okay. the episode that was supposed to be for today. Yes. Uh, the What was it going to be? Baptist Catechism 106? Yeah, we could put that on Tuesday or something. Or right? just Monday. Why not? Oh, that's what I meant, Monday. Jeez, oh, oh, I don't know. I'm way wow. I'm, I'm over So <laughs> what we, we, there's, there's been a lot going on in the SBC. You guys, most of you know that we're a Southern Baptist church. Um, I've been a Southern Baptist since 1994. <laughs> and um, I'm one of those guys that have always encouraged, especially our younger uh, pastors and members, stay in the SBC, work for change, you know, stay focused on the mission. Mm-hmm um because we're always getting better and uh i've seen people jump ship and leave quite a bit over the years i've stayed in and uh we're at another place in our history where a lot of people are talking about leaving yeah and one of the current issues that's getting a lot of attention and is frustrating a lot of people is a situation that's going on with our executive committee now to help us think through this and talk about what's going on we've got uh, adam wyatt on the blower adam what's up Hello. How are you guys doing tonight? Huh? We're doing yeah, good. Jimmy's getting good. ready to leave me. So, uh, you yeah, know so I'm is. doing fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> now, there for, you go. There you go. For those of you who don't know, a lot of you follow Adam Wyatt uh, on Twitter, I'm sure. Uh, it's uh, at pastor underscore Adam. Uh, but Adam is a pastor. He's pastors of uh, Corinth Baptist Church. Uh, he has a PhD. Oh. P-la-dee-da. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! From Midwestern, that's like that stands for post hole digger, doesn't it? Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, you know, hey man, easy, easy. Yeah, no. Hey, oh, hold on though. First what? of all, yeah, 
Pastor underscore Adam, and yeah. you don't even make fun of him. He's got for a PhD. Ye- for years, yeah. you've ripped on me. Uh, for years. Yeah, yeah exactly. You come at me well, that, for having yours two makes no numbers. Sense. Yes, yeah. it does. Underscore and a number. First of all, I don't have underscore. There is no underscore. It's, a, it's an underscore. There and, is no, and a there, tilde at the end. Stop it. You're lying. There is no such thing. Mm-hmm. It just has six three. Oh, oh there is. There is. Wait, what? It's, it's there, man. No. <laughs> yeah, see? Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Adam would know he's smart. Now, also, um, he is, uh, listen, the reason Adam's on with us is uh, he is a member of the SBC Executive Committee. So, uh, Adam sure. Adam has been vocal on Twitter uh, the last couple of days uh, talking about uh, part of his experience as a member of the Executive Committee going through this process. So, Adam, for our people, and thank you for spending some time. I know you're a busy guy. You're a pastor. You got a lot going on. And we know you got to get out of here. So, um, maybe you can help us think through and help our listeners understand what's going on. Can you first explain to everybody what the heck is an Executive Committee of the Southern Baptist Convention? What What is that thing? Well, I'm still trying to figure that out myself. Um, to, to the best uh, of our explanation, the, the SBC uh, Executive Committee really exists uh, to to, uh, to help do the will of the convention, which technically only meets a couple of days a year at the annual right. meeting. Uh, we come, we do our business, we vote, we do our we do our stuff, we leave. The convention technically no longer exists, and we act for uh, the messengers. Ad interim, so that means between the meetings, and uh, and basically we just try to keep the convention doing what it's supposed to do. Most of that just means that we let the trustees of each institution do what they do, right? Mm-hmm. So our seminaries keep going, and 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 our entities keep sending missionaries, plant churches, the whole thing, and we just kind of act on their behalf between uh, the conventions. Also, the uh, cooperative program money comes in, comes into our, uh, comes into Nashville. We make sure it goes to where it's supposed to be. And um, and by and large, that's pretty much the biggest things that, that, that we have. We need uh, or that we do. Rather. So we need an executive committee to get things done in between our annual meetings. To, to, mm. to, 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 it's not that you guys are you guys are essentially uh, carrying. I, I read earlier that one of the things that you guys do is that you uh, let me let me let me read it. You tell me if this is uh, if this is accurate. Uh, let's see. Although the executive committee does not control or direct the activities of the convention agencies, it reviews their financial statements and recommends the convention annual operating budget. In addition, it receives and distributes the monies like you just talked about. Uh, Southern Baptist given support of denominational ministries, um, blah, blah, blah. The executive committee also performs other tasks assigned by the SBC and promotes the general work of Southern Baptists. So... Uh, yeah, that all yeah. that all makes sense. We need we need some guys to you know handle business mm-hmm. because we're mm-hmm. not all there, and we need sure. people to do that. Okay, so that makes sense. So you guys, how often does the executive committee meet? I think it's three uh, meetings uh, per year, um, and then you know I, I assume that there will be you know when I say meetings, as in we go to Nashville meet collectively, right. and uh, there will there will obviously have to be some things periodically that we'll have to do our own meetings. But like you know, hopefully in six or so days we'll be having another meeting to discuss what we what we just did last night so um and i assume with those you know you're looking at distance you know zoom whatever yeah. and then you know communications throughout the year hmm. uh, but you know i've only been on since june so some of that's still going to be kind of new so that, that that's my best case guess is that's kind of how we're going to kind of continue to move forward all right cool and there are 86 members of the executive committee is that right 
that yes, and uh, basically each state com- each state uh, association gets so many, and I can't remember if it's based on church memberships or money's given. So it's almost kind of like how each state gets a, a certain amount of, uh, of electoral college mm-hmm. votes. I mean, right. Very similar to that. So like, so Mississippi has three, Texas has five. Okay, for example. Right, makes sense. Okay, all right, great. So going into uh, this, um, I was at the you know the twenty twenty annual meeting. And uh, 2021? We are in 2021. It was a 2021 yeah. meeting. Well done. Well, you know, I get Goodness. confused. I don't remember. You really are I'm not paying off. attention. You are off your game. Oh, listen. I don't I, know what's going on I haven't been on, on game. You. COVID. Since COVID. I had COVID. You, you have been mm-hmm. off your game since COVID. My blood pressure COVID brain, up. man. It's a real deal. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Tell me about it. So, um, all right. So, I was there. Um, and uh, That's where you got COVID from. That's, I don't think so. It was... Uh, <laughs> And I, you know, I love, I love the convention uh, in terms of like the churches that are there, the, the, mm-hmm. the people, there's always like some groups that are just like loud and obnoxious, you know, small little pockets of people. It's going to be, you know, and I would probably be considered a loud and obnoxious person sometimes, but all the time. Yeah. By, but the people there are great. And the people there, um, you know, sent the executive committee away with certain business to attend to. So what is it that everybody's been talking about online that you guys have been working through and why why is like religious news service, Julie Roy's, why is everybody right now talking about the executive committee? I mean, I've never seen the executive committee get this much press before. So what's going on? Yeah. Well, um, you know, just, I, I like you, I was a messenger at the, at the annual meeting. And, uh, obviously over the last couple of years, sexual abuse has become, uh, unfortunately a prominent thing. Um, and so due to a, a variety of things, obviously it became apparent that, you know, uh, some sort of investigation needed to happen in regards to the executive committee. Um, and before I was a member, you know, it seemed as if the executive committee <clears throat> made an, an effort to kind of look into some of that. But due to the will of the messengers and the way we do business, um, that plan was shot down, um, defeated, and instead a much more comprehensive one was was proffered, and it was overwhelmingly passed by the messengers. Uh, that we would do an independent uh, third-party investigation where the next president would elect a task force. The task force would hire a third party. The third party would investigate, and the investigation would come back to the third party or to the task force to make some sort of recommendations and a report at next annual meeting. So when we go into this past first meeting, 100 days roughly after that uh, annual meeting, I think it was fully expected that we would uh, proceed with what the messengers told us to do. And um, I think the reason that so much press has happened since then is because we did not do what the messengers mm. uh, told us to do in a uh, unprecedented move by a, a board of trustees of our convention. Um, and so that's the reason we are in the news uh, yet again for something we probably wish we weren't. So if you don't mind me, so why is it then? So what aspect of uh, the meeting, or I guess, what didn't you guys do to fulfill what the messengers asked? So what's the what's the sure, what's the, the pressing the, issue here? Yeah, I mean, I think the pressing issue is we did not waive uh, uh, privilege, attorney-client privilege. Um, now, most of the reasons kind of given um, for that were offered in an executive session. And so I can't speak about what happened in executive mm-hmm. of sessions, course, of course, but I can, but I can talk about anything that kind of happened publicly. And so publicly, 
really the 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 seeming issue, and I, and I'm not going to mischaracterize anybody that voted a different way than I did. I'm mm-hmm. not, um, you know, because there is an issue that that we have as as trustees, and it's our fiduciary duty. That's a big fancy legal term that says, you know, we we are responsible to our institution. The institution in this case is the executive committee, but however, it's different for us also because. Um, uh, if you remember the sole membership issue that's come up in the last few years, which another that's another legal issue that's kind of complicated. Uh, but what it says is that we the sole member that we we represent really is the Southern Baptist Convention, which would be the messengers. So in this case, the messengers who we are supposed to be responsible to told us to do something that we did not do, but we used some legal terms to keep us from doing that. Um, some of the, the fears were that, you know, if, if we do this, you know, our, our insurance is going to, you know, deny us or, or, or reject us. Um, uh, we, we may make ourselves liable. Um, we may open up lawsuits. There's these, and I'm not trying to say that those fears may not actually be indeed the case. Um, but I, I, I also think that the messengers, I think, clearly understood that, hey, look, if we do a, a real thorough investigation, I mean, it's going to get messy. I mean, you know, I mean, because we realize what we're investigating. I don't think messengers are stupid. Um, I clearly knew when I voted, hey, look, let's get to the bottom of this. And if it's bad, let's just let's just rip the Band-Aid off. Let's yeah. deal with it head on and be honest about it. Um, and so the really the issue is we did eventually fund it. We did eventually do. Uh, we came up with a compromise of some sort that the task force at, at least was uh, agreeable to, but it did not waive privilege, uh, which is what the messengers clearly asked for. Now, there's still seven days or six and a half days left for the officers of the of the uh, of the EC to 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 come forward with something to work alongside the task force. So I am hopeful that in you know six days we'll have an agreement. So I'd rather be a week late, you know, because yeah. mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the, the motion, the motion didn't say y'all will do this at the next meeting, right. you know, but they expect, but the, clearly the expectation was that that's going to be the case. I mean, after all, if you had a hundred days to come up with something and you still don't mm-hmm. have something. So that looks like a leadership issue. So, yeah. um, but that's really the, the, the issue is waiving privilege that um, people didn't want to do that. We came up with an alternative motion that, uh, honored the, the, the intent and the expressed desires of the convention that were shot down. 20 of us stood up and said, we agree with it. And uh, uh, here we are. Now, I, I, I wanted to get to this earlier for people that might not know. Um, we're, we're talking about sexual abuse allegations. And so let's just be really clear here. There are allegations that uh, the executive committee or members of the executive executive committee did not properly respond to um, accusations of sexual abuse within the SBC. Is that a fair way to say it? I think that's a fair way to say it. I okay. think that is. Um, so it's not know, that anybody, uh, it's not that the, because after all we're looking, go ahead. Yeah. Cause it's not like that. It's not like we're investigating churches. We were at, we, the, the issue was, specifically investigate the executive committee and and but it's not that anybody on the executive committee is being accused of those crimes it's just how how did they handle people who came forward with accusations in certain situations is that correct i hope that's the case yeah i hope that's the case that's, but the the, the other applica- implication is we've 
without really looking into it, how can you assume that? I mean, if you look at the history of the uh, of the SBC Executive Committee, we know, uh, you know, our last, you know, Frank Page was dismissed for mm. a sexual impropriety. That's right. Um, so you can't. Okay. You, all right. So there's 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 one issue there. Uh, we know that there has been some some because of leaked leaked information, those kind of things uh, that we know. Our current president, there there was some stuff that kind of went to him. Um, so we know that. We know there's stuff in the past. We know that, that we have uh, Augie Bodo, who's been denied any sort of fiduciary uh, 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 role in any SBC trustee. He was on board. I mean, we know that there there has been some issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's no necessarily denying that. Um, but also, you do have, hey, look, we know people have come, or people are saying, look, we came to you. Um, we, we tried to get some help. And we didn't get it. I had a pastor contact me several weeks ago with direct information about how he, he himself came to a previous uh, in, a, a, a president within the scope of the investigation and said, I have information. How, what do I do with it? And, and I said, man, I, I don't know. Uh, I said, well, let, I, so I got in contact with someone and said, hey, you need it. You need to get this person in contact with the task force. I, mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to stay impartial. It says, right. I don't want to tell them anything but i was like this is information they they need um you know and it's a pastor i know dearly and i'm like i I had no idea um and so we know that there's some things out there um but without waiving privilege i mean if 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 the sbc asks us to be investigated but yet we're the people being investigated that have the authority to give you the information that doesn't look good you know why is it important to waive privilege for those that are arguing for it, uh, to waive the attorney-client privilege, why? Why is that? What What is potentially not going to be found, or what is potentially not going to be clarified if they don't do that? Well, and some of that's got to be legal issues, and I'm not a lawyer, but um, if we don't waive it, we will claim we can't share it, right? Yeah. So. Because if we say, hey, that's privilege, you can't have it because of attorney-client privilege, well, then what are they actually going to get? Is it really going to be a thorough investigation from an independent third party if we're the ones that give over the information and we're the ones that make the, the – we we say that, that you can have, but this you can't. It's, it's privilege. Therefore, waiving privilege within the scope of the motion – um, by the, the messengers gives them access to actually open the books and see what's actually there. Um, it can't be impartial if we're the ones turn, if we, if we are the ones that make the, uh, the decision on what's turned over, it can't be impartial. It's hard to say that the investigation is transparent when the gatekeeper is not willing to step aside. Yeah. Exactly. And especially when the gatekeeper has been told by the owner of the gate to get out. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, I mean, I'll be honest. Um, you know, we had members asking us at a recent elders meeting, are we going to leave the SBC? Because there's just, there's some nuttiness, right? And I explained, listen, that's, that's always an option. We got it. We got to talk about where we're at, who we're aligned with, but we don't act rashly, Mm -hmm. right? So, you know, we want to go to the next meeting. We want to keep praying about things. You know, we recently left Acts 29, uh, the uh, church planting network that we were a part of since, uh, you know, since 2008. Um, and it took us three years you know, to sort through that, to, yeah. to, where we were like, we thought like we might, we might want to leave. And then three years later, we finally left. And so, um, but this, like to see the executive committee, that's really kind of like supposed to be 
running the show in, in, in between um, our convention to not do what they were specifically asked to do is concerning for me. And I know it will be for a lot of our people, especially mm-hmm. because we are very serious uh, at least we try to be very serious about God, gospel, and mission, and we are very sensitive to uh, sexual abuse and the mistreatment of people who are in need uh, and how we protect them. And so, this is gonna this is going to raise a lot of concerns. Mm-hmm. And so, that's why you know I I want to know as much as we can, like how you know what's going on, you know what can we be praying for, and maybe that's a, that's a question here. You know, we're we're talking about the executive committee, hopefully coming to a place. And it's even you're saying it's still possible that they might be able to come to a place where they will decide to waive the attorney-client privilege in the next week. I mean, I, I genuinely hope so. Um, I mean, that's what we that's where we left the the agreement that you know, at, of course, it was yesterday. So seven days from yesterday, um, with the officers meeting with the task force, they'll hammer out an agreement. But still, the issue really still is um, privilege. Um, mm. We funded the task force, so they're they're going to continue their investigation. That was very very important, according to, to Bruce Franks and some of the uh, the members of the task force that I talked to. That you know they, they couldn't afford to stop investigating mm-hmm. and just just stop it cold turkey. They needed to continue on, so we, we gave them the money to do it. Of course, is it a good investigation? That's entirely you know I, I can't tell you that if it's not if privilege isn't waived. So uh, you know. Yes, there, there's still hope that in less than seven days there's an agreement on waiving privilege. Um, I'm hopeful that that ha- happens. I'm also thinking, well, you know, we had 100 days, we haven't got it done, so mm. I'm skeptical, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm also hopeful. So we need to pray that 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 happens. Um, and the only way that's going to happen is if if people get fed up with it and call their trustees to, to say, hey, look, I, I'm disappointed in this. We need to move forward, or you know, calling calling the executive committee office and, and telling people how they feel. Um, just just on my because I, I literally drove in from Nashville today, mm. uh, and I've been doing interview interviews pretty much ever since. Um, uh, if I've already talked to several pastors, two of them, two churches are already pulling out a hundred hundred thousand dollars of cooperative uh, funds. Mm. I mean, today, um, and they told me that I said, well, you know. You know they're still going to give to IMB. They're still going to give to the to the uh, to the entities. They're just gonna. They're not going to send the check to Nashville. They're going to send their checks directly to to um, the other institutions. And all I said is like, well, I, you know, you, you do. You guys have to do what you guys think best, especially as the church. But I said, if you're going to do that, I think it's important that you send a letter God. to the office. To your trustees and saying, I, I'm doing this because of this. Right. Because what we don't want is to look at our budget next year and say, well, you know, cooperative program giving went down 10% or 3% or whatever, and we just chalk it up to, you know, tides were lower. Right. When, if, in, in response, you could say, no, we lost, you know, $7 million that we can attribute directly to these churches pulling out because of the decision we made. So I think it would be important also to say, you know, if you're going to do something different financially, you need to to be be re, be real careful on how you do it. But it would be helpful for you to to, to you know communicate the why you're doing it as right. well. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Adam, I have, I have a question, and I don't want it to sound you know, um, I guess off putting, but I'm I'm just going to ask the question. Jimmy's off putting. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is, <laughs> so I guess what's the okay? What's the point of continuing an investigation? that is not transparent enough. 
right? I guess like my I understand the mentality of okay, we have seven days and we can't afford to to lose a day, right? Like that the task force sure. is saying. But if it's not a transparent investigation and there and there's no intention by the executive committee to follow through with that mandate, then why spend the money on something that we can't trust? Yeah, that's a fair point. I would say one, because that is one thing that the messengers asked for, right? Um, and so I think it's important to at least move forward on some of the things that they that we, we told them to do. Uh, second, I would say a lot of the stuff's already public knowledge. It's just not known to everybody, if that makes sense. So if an investigation were to take all the stuff that's already known and were to formalize it before the convention, I think you would inform a lot of con- uh, convention messengers things that a lot some people already know. You know, so I think that would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's still entirely possible that you can make certain claims um, of, hey, these are some things you guys need to work on. You know, because we because part of the motion also said. You know, know uh, bring forth some best practices so i mean I, I think a group that knows what they're looking for could still probably come later on and say hey listen here's 10 things you guys could do right now mm-hmm. to, to shore up some issues and, and i and i still think that would be helpful you may not be able to bring everything to light but you might also be able to bring some more structure to the issue mm-hmm. um so I, so i still think it's i still think it's worth doing um even if it's not as transparent as it should be but if it's not transparent as it, as it should be, I think at Anaheim, the messengers still have an opportunity to clearly speak to it. Um, so, and that's not yeah. the task force problem, and that's not yeah. their fault if, if we as members of the EC don't do what we were asked or told to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would imagine that there's Anaheim's going to be hot. And um, it's, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. you know, this always, is so, always is. But it, so much drama, and, and but this is important stuff. And so, depending on how this continues to unfold, you know, we definitely want to hold people accountable uh, and we're grateful yeah. for, you know, those that, that serve. We really are, especially in particular, those who serve well uh, in faith and um, and are trying to do what's right. So we're really grateful for that. Um, we'll be praying and uh, we want to encourage our people to pray. Uh, one of the things that I think, you know, I, I hope that our Southern Baptist listeners will keep in mind is, is just, just you don't be the reactionary person that that overreacts overly quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Like, g- take the opportunity to address, talk to your state uh, association or your state convention, whatever it's called. Uh, we have a state association uh, here in Illinois, and I will be talking to them. Uh, but reach out, find out what's yeah. going on, yeah. share your concerns, and um, then make a make a decision about what you're going to do prayerfully, carefully, and do so for the good of the convention, uh, do so for the good of your church, and just recognize that things change, like that people change, like God does great things, and mm-hmm. how, what we are today is not who we'll be as a convention tomorrow. Hopefully we'll be better, but yeah. we have to go through some garbage. Right. We went through some garbage. We were founded on some garbage, you know, and yeah. uh, we worked through that, and so I think we still can. Um, Adam, man, we are so grateful. I know you got to go. You got pastoral responsibilities. Uh, we're grateful for you. Thank you for giving us time. And um, we'll drop this uh, on a Thursday. This uh, tomorrow, so tomorrow, tomorrow. But tomorrow. when they're listening to it, it's today. Yeah. It's today. Yeah, it's today. When they're going to get on my flight to leave, and then you're going to be leaving, going to UFC. Yeah, whatever. Uh, well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, nice. 
<laughs> We'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast from the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we got that all-access exclusive content. You got Banter Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Is this Banter Friday. Truth? No, it's is this, not. A, this is a bonus episode. No, Sorry, it's a bonus episode? Uh, it's just Thursday's episode. Uh, I don't, remember. <laughs> don't remember. You can head on over to DoctrineVotion.com slash all-access to sign up today. Later. Later.